You're listening to the Photography Podcast, Photo Chat with Friends. I'm your host, Rajiv Nedumaran, in conversation with Bryce Carlton, my friend and expert photographer. Today, we deep dive into the world of exposure triangle. So without further ado, enjoy. So, Bryce, here we go again. How, we, again. how, how, how have you been? Good, good. It's number three, yeah? Yep, uh, it's number three. Excellent. Good, good, good. So, have you heard from uh, other folks uh, who listen to the podcast? What's been the feedback? Um, it's all been a, a positive. I okay. actually got somebody from Scotland talking oh, really? to me. So, <laughs> cheers to Scotland. Thank you very much. Cool, cool. Yeah. We left off uh, last episode on you know a gentle introduction to um, mobile uh, phone photography, yeah, you yeah. Know, using a, a mobile device to take photographs. Yeah. Let's talk about the different terminologies and jargons people use <laughs> in a professional uses. Sure. And sure. Uh, probably a bit about uh, exposure triangle. Well, once again, it depends on where you're up to in, okay. your, in your photography. Um, let's strip this back a little bit more. Okay. And let's just talk about things like lens. Okay exposure, aperture, things that can be changed on your phone, yeah. things that can't be. Yeah. Let's beef it up a bit more. Okay. Let's go to cameras okay. and leave the phone. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's, okay. if you talk about the phone, I think uh, the aperture is fixed. Yes. Uh, I think it's, uh, if I'm not wrong, it's about two uh, mm-hmm. aperture. It's 2.0 yeah. and, and you, only now I think you have a Samsung where you have the variable aperture um, technology because it's such a small device it's literally not possible to have that kind of flexibility i suppose so those who don't know what an aperture is i guess let's start there (laughs) let's start there okay that's the hole in the lens okay that allows the amount of light that you require to go through okay um it works totally the opposite than what you think okay the smaller the number, F2, yeah. the larger the hole. Okay. F32, the smaller the hole. Okay. Okay. That'll throw you when you first start off. Yep, it okay. did. <laughs> and that, what that determines is how much light comes through your lens. It's your sensor. Okay. Okay. Which also controls your depth of field yeah. or depth of focus. Okay. Same thing, just different terminologies. Okay. So by depth of field, you mean the... Uh... Uh, the amount of area that's uh, what's uh, in focus and what's not. Foc- yeah, in the in the front so, of the camera. So if you're looking at f two, yeah, uh, this is on a camera. Yeah. If you're looking at f two or four, yeah, you're going to get the nose in focus, and everything else is blurry. Okay. Okay. If you can stop it down, which means take it down to f twenty two, yeah, you're going to get everything in focus. Okay. Okay, so once again, now you're in control. Yeah. Because you want to take the photo, not the camera. Yeah. Okay, the camera's the tool. Yeah. And now you have to decide what you want. So if we go back to what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Slow down. Make your decisions. Do I want the dog's nose in focus? Or do I want the dog in focus and sky tower in focus? Mm-hmm. Now let's set our aperture okay. to get what we need sharp. Okay. That's the first thing I think we should we should look at. There's a term that everybody uses. Uh, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's bokeh or bokeh. Yes. What what is what is? Okay. Can you tell us something about that? So when you're using f two, yeah, right, 
or something very, very with a, what we call a shallow depth of field. Okay, you get what when you look in the background and all the lights they go all sort of like diamond shapes or hexagonal shapes or something like that. It's your bokeh, mm. right? So it's just your light to bore you with some details. That's your light hitting the diaphragm mm -hmm. in the lens, mm -hmm. and it makes a shape of of the lights or oh. the water or whatever is in the background. Okay, so that's bokeh. Okay. Yeah. What about shutter speed? The shutter speed is obviously using the shutter and yeah. how fast it opens and closes yeah. in relationship to your aperture to allow the correct amount of light onto your sensor once okay. again. Okay. okay. Now this freezes or blurs things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you want something like really sharp and, and frozen, you've got to use a very fast shutter speed. So we're looking at 250, 500, a thousand, whatever your camera can go up to, trying to make that waterfall crystal clear and sharp as. Okay, so that's like uh, for sports photography, action yes. photography. Yes, yes. So you, yes. that you will need uh, faster shutter speed. To slow the motion, yep. yeah. Yep. So if you have uh, a faster shutter speed and the, the light is low, so you need to let more light in, Yes. but you still need to... Uh, have a faster shutter speed yes. to capture the action. Yes. What is it that you need to compensate okay. so that you can open up the... So now we come to the triangle. Right. Okay. We had to go through those first bits to get to where we are now. Yeah. So we're going to introduce ISO. Yeah. It used to be called ASA. Okay. So what is the term? Is it uh, stand for anything? I, I always wondered, is it like ISO, does it stand for anything or is it just ISO. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, ISO. Um, there is a technical word, but people pronounce it ISO. Okay. But apparently it's ISO. Okay. I don't care what you call it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now, what that's going to do is it's going to make the sensitivity in the back of your camera Correct. on the chip yeah. more and more sensitive. Okay. Okay. So you're going, well, this sounds really cool. Okay. The drawback is the faster or the, the more sensitive sensitive it is, you start to get, we introduce a thing called grain okay. or or noise Okay. for you young fellas. Okay. Okay. And there's like little dots, little pixels, little specks. And as it gets faster and faster, these get more and more. Where, where does it happen? What's Why does the grain become so visible when the sensitivity increases? What is the... It's just the way that the, the actual um, pixels line up. Okay. It's it's uh, it can get really really technical. Okay, but it's also in a way where you can imagine a pixel as a bucket. Okay. And you're filling it up full of light. Okay. And then the light can spill over into the next pixel. Yeah. Right. That can give you lots of st things like that as well. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's a whole other episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I understand that. So basically what you're saying is that to, if, when, when it's a low light condition, yes, uh, it's better to um, increase the ISO so you can work with less light. Uh, that means uh, you can open up the aperture a bit and yes. increase the uh, shutter speed as well when you want to freeze the action. Yes, so that's where your triangle comes in. Okay. So you do a little bit here, a little bit there, bump up the ISO, okay. open up. Your aperture a little bit, remembering how much depth of field, depth of focus you want to achieve. Yeah. Okay. And so it's a whole trade-off. But once again, you're not going to take one shot. 
Correct. Right, you're going to go out there, you're going to take a couple, you're going to play, and you're going to look on the back of your, your camera and go, nailed it. Okay, so yes, just okay. basically just like a trial and error kind of a method. Yeah. You keep experimenting, keep yeah. tweaking yeah. each uh, setting. But uh, tell me something, how, how do you know that you nailed the perfect exposure? What is the indicator that I need to check to see if if everything lines up for the right exposure? Okay, well, at the stage we're at right now, yeah. if it looks good, you've nailed it. Okay. Okay, because that's where we're up to at the moment. If we were going into a competition, yeah. I'd be saying, look at your highlights, look at your contrast, okay. all of that. But we're not at that stage yet. Yeah. Okay, look on the back of the camera mm -hmm. and go, I like it. Oh, it's a little light, a little dark. I don't have any information there. You'll see it. This bit's really technical. This is a bit I love. Yeah. Okay. But this bit's really technical and we can go on for hours just right. on one little thing yeah. and then everyone can have an argument about it because they will disagree anyway. <laughs> okay. Right. But, but, I think, so yeah, but I think uh, you would agree when I say that um, when the shutter speed becomes slower, it's better that the camera is on a on stable ground it should always be on a tripod if you're going to do something slow when do we need to use a tripod what's the benchmark to say okay if you go below this shutter speed then yeah. you better make sure that it's on a tripod okay so there's a theory that we use okay if you've got a 50 millimeter lens okay you want to be putting it on a tripod under a hundred okay that's double the double okay. double the length okay, okay. That's a golden rule. Okay. Okay. But some people are confident and they can shoot slower. Okay. Usually I'm around about 40 to 50th of a second, right? And then I'll be like putting it on a tripod because I don't want to take a chance. Yeah. I know. Mm. I understand. But a lo lot of cameras nowadays have uh, image stabilization. stabilization. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I went to the Karangake uh, Gorge yeah. Yeah. and there was this you know this river streaming through and I didn't have a tripod, tried my luck, yeah. hand handheld. Uh, so so I, now, like yeah. we said last week, yeah. Okay, put it on a rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hold it onto a fence. Put your jumper on the rock. Okay. So you don't scratch your 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 camera and, and put it under the lens. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So it's got a cushion. Yeah. And now you can slow it down a bit. Yeah. Once again, hit or miss, mm -hmm. but you're going to be a lot more accurate than trying to handhold it. Okay, so just to wrap up, to summarize, uh, what is it that you will advise people who want to actually fully control it through yeah. manual? Of course, we have shutters, shutter priority and aperture priority mode as well. Yeah. Um, and would you advise people to try that as well? If you're not confident, put it on auto. If you're feeling a little confident, go to aperture priority. Okay. So okay. what does that do? Aperture okay. priority. So that allows you to set your aperture. Okay. Okay. So once again, you're thinking, do I want the nose in focus or do I want everything in focus? Take the choice, make the decision. Okay. Okay. Then the camera software will make all the other decisions for you, okay. giving you pretty much the perfect exposure. All right. Once you feel comfortable with that, yeah. you can then swap it to... Uh, uh, shutter speed, if you like. Okay. Right. Or hey, let's do it properly. Manual. Manual. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, uh, the trick is go out there with something in your mind. I want to see that water running softly. Right. You know, I've got to slow my shutter speed down. Okay. You know, I want a reasonable depth because I want quite a bit of it in focus. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so this is where our triangle's coming in. Yeah. Okay, it's probably going to be a little bit of dusk happening there. Yeah. So it's getting a little bit dark, so yeah. you can slow your shutter speed down. Yeah. Okay. And then we can start to have a little play, move those apertures a little bit, move the shutter speed a little bit. You'll see it happen. Yeah. And all of a sudden, bang. What do you think we need to attack for the next episode? Well, I'd like somebody to actually ask us a question. That'd be right. quite nice. And then we could answer that. <laughs> Um, and then I think maybe we'll just get into it just a little bit deeper. Okay. And we might talk of quality of light. All right. Um, we might talk about what you actually see inside your camera because you've got all the like, little okay. lights and letters and numbers yeah. and, and stuff like that. All right. Uh, thanks, Bryce. It's always a pleasure talking good. to you. It's always a good, great learning experience for me. Great. See you guys in the next episode. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.